um where does it where does this whole issue come from and why are because we, we are definitely aware that the people who went through and protested are people who understand clifton beach very well and they are very um emotion emotional the, the whole thing is very emotive and so you can understand that it comes from somewhere the anger um stems from somewhere I'm still here. Okay. I wanted to look at the, the origin of Clifton Beach. You mm -hmm. know, um, how did it come about and so on. And in fact, if you go back even before the time of 1652, before the area was colonized, mm -hmm. the, um, the beach was used um, by the Kuna, you know, who were an indigenous hunter-gatherer hunter group. And okay. uh, the area was basically used for, for public. It wasn't privatized at all. Mm -hmm. That's the essence, you know, and in the particular part of Cape Town where, um, where the wind blows generally, but in that area it's shielded because it's uh, next to the mountains. Mm -hmm. And so it's quite a good area to, to live in and to actually live off the sea. Mm -hmm. Of course, when the colonizers came, they drove out the Kuna, and, um, but even then there was a long resistance to, um, to privatization, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. And set up shop and he was repairing people's suits um, who were passing by. And so, in other words, he was a rebel. Mm -hmm. so, so, eventually, he was caught and, and uh, taken back to the castle. But uh, around about 1890, um, there was one hotel in the area, and the owner was somebody called Bessie Clifton. And after that, the area just um, you know, developed the name you know, of uh, Clifton on Sea and eventually just Clifton. Mm. Now, Yeah. Gradually, as uh, time went by, um, uh, yes, there was further development. 1957, there was a picnic site developed for, for the use of everyone. Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't limited to this group or that group. Anybody could go and use it. And mm -hmm. interestingly enough, um, in 1984, part of the area was declared a national monument. So even by force, you know, the, because the mountain is an international monument. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But certain parts of Clifton Beach, like Fourth Beach of the, uh, at 
open to everybody. It was mm-hmm. one of the few beaches where if anybody, irrespective of your color, mm-hmm. could go and see and swim. So that was you know, an interesting part of the concession that even the regime okay. had to make. So there's a history there of, you know, even not only the, the rich, but, you know, in fact, the, the impoverished uh, Cape Town mm-hmm. had very little areas to go and um, do recreation. Yeah. Which didn't have papers, right?
So ideally, Shahid, so ideally, sorry to cut you in there, um, but so ideally what I'm gathering from um, the information that you are giving us is that in fact the PPA needs to be, um, they need to go to court, they need to be, I'm missing the English word now, <laughs> um, they, 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 they need to have a charge drawn up against them um, for this particular incident and perhaps for others because it seems to be that they are constantly operating outside of their mandate and they are um, enforcing in a very hectic way continued racial um, segregation. So it seems like the PPA needs to perhaps have a day in court and particularly perhaps this might be the, a, a desired ending for this particular case. Yeah. And 
For sure. And through the protection racket, they are getting, um, they're getting money, um, you know, sort of like, like money laundering that's happening openly. Mm. So it's, in, it's like it's a, it's a systemic thing, you know, and for us to, to challenge that, we need to get organized. Yes, the elections are going to come and go, but mm-hmm. the gangs will still will be terrorizing mm-hmm. uh, our people. You know? mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the money, I mean, like, for example, why should, you know, the question is what demand should be put, the demand should be put that all the bungalows that were sold by the which was unfair. Um, should be those bungalows there should be expropriated mm-hmm. and made available for, for example, our pensions. You know, and yeah. I'm not talking only about, you know, talking only about pensions and kettles, but anybody, I mean, with our, our elderly people have contributed to the development of society. Anybody mm-hmm. in the country, and if you are local immigrants, whatever, should have uh, a place where you can go and you can, you know, uh, relax and, and, you know, get some, some comfort, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. is definitely an awakening that is happening in South Africa as you're saying the people of South Africa seems to be waking seem to be waking up from a rather deep slumber but on the other end of the same coin before I let you go Shahid um, the protest that did take place on Shahid uh, on Shahid Beach or on Clifton Beach um, Look, it was, of course, people coming in um, and saying that enough is enough. We're going to call on our ancestors, invoking the spirits of the ancestors. The sheep were slaughtered. The sheep was slaughtered. Um, to slaughter or not to slaughter? I mean, right at the same time that they were slaughtering, there was a group of um, white activists that were at the beach um, protesting against the animal human rights. What are you, some of your views in terms of the insensitivity, I suppose, that these people ultimately showed towards the concerns of these black people that are on the beach um, saying that, our, you know, this is how we feel and this is what we're going to do about it. And then people show up and say, um, look, the animal's rights. Mm. Yeah, that's quite, uh, quite 
you know, mm-hmm. it's one of the conditions we, um, you know, the, that animals get slaughtered at the abattoir, mm-hmm. you know. But also, Shahid, excuse me to come in here. But also, and they also have shooting contests. They also have shooting contests in the game reserves. Aren't they the same people who applaud and get belts and medals for shooting rhinos? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
sunset clause of five years where all the old operatives who used to kill um, uh, anti-apartheid activists mm. were left basically untouched. And these people went yeah. on and these are the same They people. grew. Um, they multiplied. Uh, opened up the private security companies. And who knows? So if you're talking about the democratic demand in these uh, private security companies, we should... Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, definitely going into 2019, it seems racism is a big problem in South Africa that hasn't quite began to go anywhere. Um, thank you so much, Tahid, for taking time to speak to us this morning. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but um, you did definitely give us a bit of insight into the whole Clifton Beach area, starting right back at the history and um, definitely a lot of... Um, opened eyes i suppose for some of the listeners who are listening to this interview as to what really went down and what the cause might have been um because there's a lot of opinions that go on and um but we never really got the essence the core at the bottom of the story so thank you so much for shedding light for us on that yeah thank you uh, for giving the space to be in the future uh, all right may the people get organized and what we need is the workers party you know let's definitely talk about elections about Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is Shahid Mohammed speaking to us about all the issues that concern the people of Cape Town, um, particularly, of course, the people of Clifton Beach and the history of Clifton Beach. Quite interesting to hear that. Um, it's always had those kind of histories as a beach in itself. It's always had um, a condensation, I suppose, between the private, um, well, wealthy majority, the capitalists, you know, the sup white supremacy, as EFF would call it, um, definitely getting busted and exposed there for some of the things that they do without our knowledge, um, taking on government roles, taking on, you know, uh, checking of, 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 of licenses and checking of, of permits at the beach areas, which really they have no business doing, but I suppose they are getting money for doing that. So, And of course, Shahid did mention the DA in that melting pot of controversies that are connected to Clifton Beach. So let's keep our fingers on that particular story and see where it all will end up. This is One Nation FM. We are going for a quick ad break when we come back. We're talking to the Communication Workers Union and we're talking journalists and journalistic rights, EFF and everything else. Keep it locked right here on One Nation FM. 88.9. Welcome, welcome to the People's Station. One Nation FM. Also. It's good to know that you can go to one trusted store for all your techno needs. Take a trip to Al Sal Polokwane CBD to view a wide range of... Um, NP... What is it? NPP... PPA. PPAA. Yeah, that whole whatever. <laughs> um, so I suppose this might be an attempt by the DA to just shadow some of that attention that has been drawn to them with uh, the whole Clifton Beach saga and them perhaps having some of their fingers in uh, the security company. And uh, I think it's, 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 it's stretching it, to, to say the least. It's, it's quite a big stretch. But we do have with us Aubrey Shabalala from the Communications Workers Union, and he's going to unpack this issue. And amongst others, of course, the recent headlines as well. Last year, it's last year's news, but it's still recent, um, the issue of the EFF, of course, and Malema attacking journalists.
Good morning and welcome to the AM Drive. Good morning, good morning to listeners. Thank you so much. All the same to you. Um, thank you so much for taking time to speak to us this morning. It is a new year. Many people are taking um, it easy, relaxing and having a good time easing into the new year. But here we are. There's no time to rest. We are keeping it um, talking and moving with the news. So what's happening with the DA? I mean, it's it's quite a stretch, don't you think? Well, uh, indeed. Uh, thanks, thanks for giving us the opportunity one more time. I think um, we were taken aback as good social workers <laughs> and, um, by the report that uh, Mike Waters, the DA uh, deputy chief whip of uh, legislatures, one against the CDC, uh, two against the person that was the orientation that was written, um, kill all white. But though as community workers, we don't want to diminish the merits of the merits of the case, mm-hmm. uh, but we want to take DA back to its own, you know, uploading of the High Court in Pretoria. Exactly. Uh, Definitely. Um, do you think it's a pick at um, the SABC, maybe not so well thought out because the DA in itself is quite implicated with regards to the security? I know you're speaking on behalf of the communications union, but in, tra- in terms of trying to understand where this thing all of a sudden comes from, um, are they trying to divert attention from their own involvement with Clifton Beach and the security company and they're looking at something like this? Um, to try and bring attention towards something else? Uh, 100%. You'll recall that uh, we are just a couple of months uh, towards the national uh, or the general election. Mm. So all these things that are happening are just a bad reflection to the and how it's handling the matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'll note that there is a municipal that is under DA that goes out and employ or seek for services mm-hmm. of the private institution that not follow the bylaws and mm-hmm. so forth. So mm-hmm. they have to do whatever it takes to mitigate the issue, the actual issue. Mm. In other words, they're looking at the, the symptoms of what, what actually happened. Mm-hmm. People are outraged, um, are crying about racism, are crying about them being chucked out of the, the public area. Mm-hmm. And that's what the DA must uh, look into and yeah. deal with it. But over and above, DA is known for its uh, defending White supremacy. For sure. That's the first point. The second point is no, no, for defending the, the, the monopoly capital in mm-hmm. the country. So, obviously, they are 
made interesting, not about who suffered, uh, who was oppressed, uh, and so on and so forth, and who is uh, at the receiving end of this shenanigans uh, uh, and happens at the victim speech, mm-hmm. but it's about how best they protect the interests of the white supremacists, because it was only the, uh, the people that were allowed in the upper base style in mm-hmm. that speech at that particular time, and blacks were removed. And yeah. that's an issue that must be dealt with. So we cannot be mediated by the aid. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us raise this question. We are not going to be shy around because we are communication workers, you know, but we have to deal with the hypocrisy of the mm-hmm. itself. And we know that the in its own nature, is one of those organizations that champions the free market system, mm-hmm. that wants people to be exploited at workplace, to have the labor brokers and so forth. Mm-hmm. So we have to face it uh, when it does this thing so that our people know about it. Yeah, they mustn't um, forget. It's 2019. It's going to be quite an interesting year. But taking it back to some of the incidents of 2018, late 2018, there was an issue between um, some of the journalists in the country and Julius Malema. I just wanted to find out because I suppose the Communications Workers Union does represent some of those, um, you know, journalists. And of course, Mbuse Ndalosi attempted to explain the whole situation on, on SABC and on ETV. But from your perspective, what what really went what went down? What really happened between the EFF and the South African journalists? Well, firstly, the, I think the match has been roughly handled. Uh, mm-hmm. One one um, when the point of the freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of media we have to make sure that one of the critical areas is that when when you want to defend democracy, you must allow media to be free. But as well, uh, what is very crucial around that is that in the forefront of it is the the SANEX, which is South African uh, uh, editors for national Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. So SANEX, by its nature, represents the employer, uh, not necessarily the journalist. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we need to journalists must not be seen uh, to, to be taking sides of a particular political party mm-hmm. or of a particular faction in a political party or any other. So we, we want a balanced, fair use uh, and obviously critical of the use. Mm-hmm. So once journalists themselves identify as opinion makers and uh, taking sides of political debate, they uh, risk is played into that platform mm-hmm. of being open to criticism. Mm-hmm. But what must not happen and must never be allowed is any threat made against journalists. Because Definitely. that will mean uh, you must be afraid to talk free on this radio program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must be counting ways when you're criticizing or you're saying things that mm-hmm. are relatively going to criticize communication workers union because you know that communication workers union will make statements that will put your life in danger mm-hmm. in the first place. Definitely. You know what happened uh, in Zimbabwe when the rights of the journalists 
No, definitely. Thank you so much for taking time to speak to us. Um, we are running out of time, but I'd like to give you a platform in closing just to say anything that you might still want to say that we might not have touched on. Well, uh, we, we, we want to say that uh, 2019 will be the year of the general uh, election. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to feed our medium uh, to be given enough uh, so that it can be able to give us news so that all Thank you so much, Aubrey Chabalala, for taking your time on the 6th of January to speak to us. It's always and will be an absolute pleasure. Oh, well, that was Aubrey Chabalala from the Communications Workers Union speaking to us, of course, about some of the challenges that they've been facing um, between December and January. The DA definitely fishing out for them. They um, trying to hang them instead of themselves. It would have been just so much easier for the DA to say that, um, look, we made a mistake, we're going to fix it. But now they are fishing, you know, and it's just so unnecessary. 7.55 is the time. It is now time for us to cross over to the news. No, no, to the sports updates with Malebo Mkweng. Keep it locked right here on One Nation FM. This is and always will be Limpopo's only talk radio station.